Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In Virginia, I'm Dick Iuliano. The FBI gets another invitation to bring its headquarters to Maryland. I'm Kate Ryan. The latest from National Spring Training and a former wizard picks a new home. No Wall Street trading today for the holiday. WTOP at 7 o'clock. President Biden's secret visit to Kiev. Ukraine stands. Democracy stands. War devastation in Turkey and Syria. This was clearly another earthquake. Arrest in the killing of a Catholic bishop in L.A. The suspect had previously done work around the bishop's residence. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden makes an unannounced visit to Ukraine and President Zelensky to pledge more American support. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Speaking in Kiev, the president announced an additional military aid package for Ukraine of around $500 million. That announcement includes artillery ammunition for HIMARS and howitzers, more javelins, anti-armor systems, air surveillance radars to help protect Ukrainian people. Over the weekend, Vice President Harris told a security conference in Germany that Russia has committed crimes against humanity in Ukraine. The declaration could ultimately lead to war crimes charges against Russian officials. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Warsaw, Poland. President Biden is now in Poland. In earthquake ravaged Turkey and Syria, a 6.3 magnitude quake kills at least three people. <laughs> BBC reporter Anna Foster is in Adana, Turkey. We started to feel the ground moving under our feet and uh, and see the lighting fixtures start to swing. People got up and they, they ran outside because, of course, remember all of these images here that people have seen, the experiences that people have felt over the last couple of weeks, and to feel that all over again, you really see the, the, the fear in, in people's reactions. CBS's Matt Piper with the latest on a suspect in the killing of a California Catholic bishop. L.A. County Sheriff Robert Luna says 65-year-old Carlos Medina has been arrested in the killing of Catholic Bishop David O'Connell thanks to a tip. Detectives were told by the tipster that they were concerned because Medina was acting strange, irrational, and made comments about the bishop owing him money. Turns out the alleged killer had ties to the bishop and there was no forced entry into his home. Medina's the husband of Bishop O'Connell's housekeeper, who has previously done work at the bishop's residence. Matt Piper, CBS News. Americans are paying tribute to former President Carter, who is now receiving hospice care. I'm Jim Crisul in Plains, Georgia. Birmingham, Alabama resident Ed Killian reflected on a quote from former President Jimmy Carter as he visited Mr. Carter's small hometown. I just read the sign, wherever I am, whatever I have, I want to make a difference. And he sure seemed to live that. Yeah. The 98-year-old Carter is in hospice care at his home here. Markets closed on Wall Street due to President's Day. Now this. It is 7.03 here on WTOP, and it's Monday evening, February 20th, 2023. Tyson's Corner at 54 degrees at this hour. to the 40s overnight. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. This may make you smile tonight if you ride Metro's Red Line starting tomorrow. Red Line trains will be coming by more frequently every eight minutes. In our post-COVID world, it turns out the Tuesdays are among the busiest on Metro Rail. The more frequent trains will be coming by on Wednesday and Thursday, too. Metro also plans to bring more 7,000 series trains back into service, hiring and training more rail operators, all of this after a shortage caused by the pandemic.
Six weeks after a first grader shot and wounded his teacher at Rich Neck Elementary School in Newport News, Virginia, a fifth grader at the school has now been excluded from class after telling friends in a text message he would, quote, pop some bullets in class. The Washington Post reports the child is not being identified publicly. He made the threatening remark, they say, in a group text. That was on Saturday. Rich Neck will be open tomorrow after the long weekend off for President's Day. The school says police have been told and a thorough investigation has begun. 704, the college board's proposed advanced placement course on African-American studies, which was rejected last month by the state of Florida, is now under review in Virginia. WTOP's Dick Giuliano takes a look. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis blocked the AP course from being taught in high schools, saying it violates state law and is historically inaccurate. The college board says the course is drawn from the expertise and experience of college faculty and teachers across the country. In Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin's spokeswoman, Macaulay Porter, says the governor has asked the Education Secretariat to review the proposed course as it relates to Executive Order 1. The first executive order signed by Governor Youngkin last year specifies public schools and the use of inherently divisive concepts, including critical race theory. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The question of where to build the FBI's new headquarters still has not been answered. Maryland's Governor Wes Moore is now jumping in to make the pitch for Prince George's County. Days after Virginia officials made clear they think proximity to Quantico and other federal assets makes Springfield the best location for the FBI headquarters, Maryland Governor Westmore made his pitch, saying that if equity factors into the decision, which federal documents state, Prince George's County should be selected. Moore said the county has been historically neglected in winning federal assets. Making sure that you're prioritizing equity does not mean that you're compromising excellence. You can and you should do both. General Services Administration sent a letter this month to officials in Maryland and Virginia saying each jurisdiction would get time to consult with federal officials before the site of the new FBI headquarters is announced. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. This is President's Day across the country, of course, but in Virginia, it's also George Washington Day to celebrate tens of thousands gathered at Washington's estate outside Alexandria. In honor of the first president's observed birthday, the old guard laid a wreath at his tomb and performed 18th century military exercises complete with gunfire. Ryan lives nearby and came for the show. Really enjoyed going inside the house, overseeing the Potomac. Mad Briney with Mount Vernon hopes people will learn about Washington's greatest achievement. What he really gave to the world was the fact of giving up power. During the presidency, after his second term, establishing that tradition. And what does General George Washington think about all these visitors? Luckily, he was posing with them for portraits. It is most humbling, sir. I, I hope to be worthy of such approbation, but I cannot imagine that there is any man who would be. Luke Luger, WTOP. News. Coming up here after traffic and weather, speaking of presidential leadership, President Biden's surprise trip to Ukraine, what message is that sending to the world? We'll ask the editor-in-chief of National Journal just ahead. 707, you're on WTOP. Life doesn't stop when the economy is certain. The market might not care you have a wedding to plan or a kid to put through school. And inflation doesn't know you've got a family to feed. But Bank of America does. And is here to help. With digital tools to help you save and local experts in the DMV, you can keep life moving forward the way you need it to. Bank of America, what would you like the power to do? Learn more at bofa.com slash Washington, D.C. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC Equal Credit Opportunity Lender. Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, 
Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks here on WTOP. Going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Centerville on 66 westbound, the crash at Route 28. Still along the right side of the roadway. Should still be blocking a single right lane. They're trying to get it entirely out of the roadway. But traffic is very slow from Fair Lakes getting out to Centerville. And there had been a crash on southbound 29 to 28 as well. That should be out of the roadway. On 95 northbound, a lot of people returning home from their holiday caught up in delays around the crash before exit 156 Dale Boulevard, right around the rest area, and that is along the left side of the roadway. So delays coming up from Quantico as a result. But around the Beltway, things are pretty much cleared out. It really wasn't that bad today since it was a holiday. Uh, both in Maryland and Virginia, traffic continues to run pretty well. And uh, up and down 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, traffic continues uh, to run without delay. Things are in great shape on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. We do have a crash in the district, though. Southbound 395. That remains slow getting to the Case Bridge uh, near the exit for Potomac Park. Still with a crash along the right side of the roadway and still very slow coming from the 3rd Street Tunnel trying to get into Virginia. Well, Silver Diner is ready to play ball after 33 years. Silver Diner is now in D.C. across from Nats Park. Silver Diner brings its healthy and its classic menu options to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well, do well. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. Our skies will range from partly cloudy to mostly cloudy tonight. Could be a few light showers or sprinkles of rain, but most of us will stay dry. And overnight lows will range from the lower 40 suburbs to upper 40s near the district. A brief light shower early on Tuesday. The skies will turn partly to mostly sunny. It'll be a breezy and a mild day. Highs will be in the mid to upper 60s, close to 20 degrees above average for this time of year. Showers with a cold front on Wednesday, the best chance of rain before noon. And it's going to be colder. Highs mid 40s to lower 50s. Early morning showers, a warm front comes through on Thursday. Thursday, they'll turn mostly sunny, breezy, with near-record heat. Highs on Thursday, upper 70s to lower 80s. A good deal of sunshine on Friday, but behind the front, it's going to be windy and colder once again. Highs on Friday, only in the upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnefer. DuPont Circle now at 54, Germantown 53, and Annandale 51 degrees. Some of us down to the lower 40s in the suburban areas, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 710 on WTOP. President Biden marked nearly one year of war between Russia and Ukraine with a surprise visit to Kiev to see President Zelensky and to pledge another half billion dollars worth of American support. That announcement includes artillery ammunition for HIMARS and howitzers, more javelins, anti-armor systems, air surveillance radars to help protect Ukrainian people. The president has since flown to Poland for more meetings with world leaders. Let's go live tonight to National Journal Editor-in-Chief Jeff Dufour, who writes the Sunday Nightcap newsletter. It brings you political highlights for the coming week, reviews the big news of the previous week, and includes a cocktail recipe each week. Well, Jeff, I, I was reading in The Atlantic, this is not only a huge boost for Ukraine and democracy around the world, but something of a gut punch to Vladimir Putin. Uh, putting on your uh, geopolitics hat tonight and from the people you're hearing from, how is this visit going over? Uh, pretty well so far. It was really extraordinary. Uh, it's it's seemingly the first time ever that an American president visited an active war zone that wasn't held by U.S. troops. Uh, he had to rely on the Ukrainians 
for, for protection along with the small contingent that accompanied him. Um, and to your point, Russia is a bit, uh, you'd have to say, emasculated by this because Biden waltzed in, in, into Kiev on a 10-hour train ride. Uh, but they were warned beforehand. The U.S. Uh, State Department, U.S. Uh, officials warned Moscow ahead of time that this was happening uh, over the weekend. It, it in an effort to, to de-escalate, they said they don't certainly don't want any uh, any any accidents or, uh, or or any detonations going on when the president is is on the ground in in, in Kiev. Uh, but it was quite a moment uh, for really the the entire Western world, all the way to to Putin's doorstep. Do you think this means anything here at home where some Republicans on Capitol Hill say they are ready to cut off the supply of money and weapons or at least to vote to do so? Um, I, I don't think this brings many of them around. Uh, the, the, the real hardcore members of Congress who oppose Biden uh, oppose this. They, they put out some some very staunch statements this morning. Uh, but I would also say that Biden's real task, he had the photo op today and, and the great moment with Zelensky, but his meetings later this week are arguably even more important. He's got a meeting with the Polish president tomorrow and then a meeting with uh, what's called the Bucharest Nine, which is a loose contingent of former Eastern Bloc uh, Soviet countries, Romania, Czech Republic, etc. So he's got to at the same time rally all them to the cause. Uh, express his support for the Ukrainians, which he did today, uh, warn the Russians against future escalation, and reassure Americans who maybe are, are on the fence about this whole thing and, and, and the amount that we're spending on it. One more topic before we say goodbye. Uh, your publication, among several others, I happen to be reading in the Washington Post today, looking at people who had voted for former President Trump once or even twice before. They are describing something new in their focus groups. They still think he did well for the country. They still actually like the guy, but now describe feelings of embarrassment for him. They say it's because of what political opponents did, the media, what they put him through. But when you start to see uh, anxiety, words like anxiety, uh, uh Embarrassment could that mean something different for Trump 2024? Well, I'd start by saying that a lot of attention has been paid to Biden's age, but Trump's age also can't be overlooked. He's 76 now; he'll be 78 on inauguration day 2025, hypothetically. So that's going to come into play. And in terms of the, the the words you were using that these that these focus group participants used. It's almost like Trump's playbook to me has been turned against him. Remember, he, he liked to find a message or an insult and just hammer it home against whatever enemy or perceived enemy he had. Repetition, repetition, repetition. And it seems as if the six years he's faced of drip, drip, drip scandals and, and judgments leveled against him might be finally taking their toll. It starts to penetrate the psyche of, of, of even some of his otherwise very committed supporters. Jeff, good to talk to you as always. Thank you very much. You too. Have That's a good one. National Journal Editor-in-Chief Jeff Dufour on Skype. He also writes the Sunday Nightcap newsletter, bringing you political highlights for the coming week every Sunday night, reviewing the big stories from the previous week. Plus, you get a delicious cocktail recipe each week. Straight ahead here, a full squad practice for the Nats in spring training. The new DC News Now is here. And if you're an early riser, you're going to really like us. We're bringing you your late news a little earlier, 9 p.m. Not too early, not too late, it's just right. With four locations in the DMV, we're covering more ground and telling more of your stories. The news of the day from where you live, like where you really live. We'll see you tonight at 9 for DC News Now. Your new choice for news, DC News Now, tonight at 9.
Check your local listings at dcnewsnow.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 715 next to Frank Hanrahan. We're getting closer to baseball season, and it's good to see the Nats, all their players reporting down to uh, spring training. All are accounted for as their first official full squad workout set for tomorrow morning. But all the position players taking part in formal rounds of batting practice and defensive work today as their first spring training game is Saturday versus the Cardinals. Opening day is March 30th against Atlanta. Nine-time All-Star guard Russell Westbrook plans to sign on with the L.A. Clippers. Westbrook, of course, played for the Wizards a couple seasons ago. Uh, D.C. was not in the cards for him as he's going to play with the uh, Clippers. Wizards, by the way, long All-Star break uh, off as they don't play until Friday when they host the New York Knicks. Free agent seven-footer Myers Leonard has been out of the NBA since March of 21 after uttering an anti-Semitic slur on a video game live stream, signing a 10-day contract with the Milwaukee Bucks. College Hoops Maryland men received some votes but unranked. Didn't help to lose to Nebraska yesterday. Virginia is up to number six. Houston is number one. Maryland women are now number seven. Virginia Tech is nine. South Carolina remains number one for the 35th straight week. Howard men have uh, won nine in a row. They visit Morgan State at 730. Frank Hanrahan of ETOP Sports. 717, a new report from UCLA's law school, finds that early on in the pandemic, thousands more people died of COVID in jails and prisons than initially thought, mostly due to not enough testing and eventually not enough treatment. In 2020, nearly 6,200 people died in U.S. prisons, an increase of nearly 50% from the year before. Prisons served as incubators for the virus that then spread back out into the community. Aaron Littman is with the UCLA Law Behind Bars Data Project and says those behind bars simply did not get the care they needed. There are people who were sentenced to a term of years in prison, but not to death and didn't deserve to be neglected and left to die. The Justice Department collected and analyzed data about federal and state prison deaths to help track problems, but it stopped in 2019 because of bureaucratic changes within the department. Matt Piper, CBS News. Top stories we're following for you this hour. A new earthquake rattles parts of Turkey and Syria, sterning panic, causing more deaths and trapping more people under collapsed buildings. President Biden has made that surprise visit to Kiev near the one-year anniversary of the start of Russia's invasion, the president did not arrive empty-handed. A suspect is under arrest in the killing of a Catholic bishop shot to death over the weekend in Southern California in a crime that shocked the Los Angeles religious and immigrant communities. Stay with WTOP for more. 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's get over to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Centerville, westbound 66, the crash remains after Route 28, but now only blocking a single right lane in the main lanes, and both express lanes are now completely open. So speeds have picked up a little bit there, but still some delays from Fair Lakes into Centerville on 66 westbound. 95 northbound, the crash near Dale City should be on the left shoulder. Still very slow getting past it just before you get to Dale City and near the rest area on 95 northbound. Southbound, the travel lanes are open. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet. In the district, southbound 395 at the Case Bridge and near the exit for Potomac Park, the grass remains. You still get by two lanes to the left, headed toward Virginia on 395 south. 
in Maryland on 95 in the Baltimore Washington Parkway, each running without delay. 50 out to the Bay Bridge in great shape, as is 270 both ways. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stennerford. Our skies will range from partly cloudy to mostly cloudy tonight. Could be a few light showers or sprinkles. Overnight lows will be in the 40s across the entire region. A light shower early on Tuesday. Then we'll see partly to mostly sunny skies. It'll be breezy and mild. Our highs mid to upper 60s. We'll see some showers on Wednesday as the front comes through. Best chance of rain before noon. It will be colder. Highs mid 40s to lower 50s. Early shower on Thursday. Then mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer. Highs upper 70s to low 80s. Sunny, windy, and colder again on Friday with a high near 50. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stinnerford. Reagan National now at 54. BWI Marshall 56. Dulles 55. A few suburban areas could be down to the low 40s. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. 720 here on WTOP. And in a few years, you'll be able to bring your friends and family to a new museum that's underneath the Lincoln Memorial. We'll explain all that coming up in two minutes. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to a $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're term provider. Experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-777-1979 or visit termprovider.com. TermProvider.com. Good to have you here at 721. Ever since we got Xfinity Mobile, the whole family now has the fastest mobile service. My little brother has no idea how lucky he is. Back in my day, we didn't have it nearly as good. (sighs) Oh, yeah? Back in my day, you couldn't even stream outside the house. I I don't like to think about it. Please. Back in my day, we had phones with cords, and they were mounted to a wall. Forget phones. Back in my day, we wrote letters. Remember, Herman? Oh, I remember. Vintage texting. Cool. Switch to Xfinity Mobile, the fastest mobile service with 5G and millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. Get the best price for two unlimited lines with 5G compared to the lowest price plans of the top three carriers. Just $30 a line per month. Visit Xfinity.com slash fastest mobile to learn more. Wait till you hear about how we rented movies. I don't think she's ready for that. From Xfinity, home of the 10G network. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Unlimited Intro Service and Xfinity Internet Required. Taxes and fees extra reduced fees after 20 gigabytes of usage. Data thresholds may vary. This is WTOP News. 722, now to upgrades coming to one of D.C.'s most recognizable landmarks. The Lincoln Memorial is about to get a big expansion. It's set to begin next month under the memorial as part of a $69 million immersive visitor experience. The first time people see this, it's unexpected. Mike Litters of the National Park Service gestures towards the 122 arched columns that hold up the Lincoln Memorial. Scribbled onto them, graffiti from engineers of figures, a cartoon of a dog. There's a a figure of a woman who may may have been a a silent screen star from, from that era. Jeff Reinbold, the superintendent of the National Mall and Memorial Parks. The beauty of this is we're going to be creating a 15,000 square foot um, glass visitor area. So visitors will be suspended in the undercroft, can look out into the space, um, but yet 
also learn about some of the stories behind the memorial itself. The museum and bookstore space is set to open in 2026. At the Lincoln Memorial, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. By now, you've probably heard about the viral Kia Challenge, the series of videos posted on TikTok showing people how they can use a USB cord to steal Kias and Hyundais. It has resulted in thousands of car thefts, but now... Car makers are working with local police to offer up an old-fashioned fix. A long line of cars stretched around this shopping center on Walters Lane in District Heights, where Prince George's County Police were giving out bright yellow steering wheel locks. You might have known them as the club back in the day. You know how to use this? Uh, open it and then... Yeah. These locks were for owners of Hondas and Kias. This hook is on the inside, on both sides, extend as much as possible. Though not every car that came through the line was one of those models. Because I'm in a rental car. Brenda Slaughter of District Heights has had her Hyundai stolen twice since December. The repairs have cost her thousands. And right now my car is still in the shop because they don't have the parts. Police were giving out 150 of these here in less than a half an hour. They were all gone. In District Heights, John Dome in WTOP News. Public schools in Prince William County need teachers, so they're getting creative to try to attract more. The school system plans to spend more than $3 million to start a brand new apprenticeship program for undergrads. Under Superintendent LaTanya McDade's proposed budget next year, some of that money would also go toward expanding its teacher-in-residency program for grad students. Inside Nova reports the new apprenticeship program would cover tuition and fees for students if they commit to work in the school system for three years once they're done. The State Department of Education has given out grants to nine universities to start the apprenticeships with more than a dozen public school systems. Some lawmakers in Richmond were trying to pass a bill that would ask voters whether they support raising sales tax to build new schools. But the measure has died in a Senate committee. Democrat Jennifer McClellan sponsored that measure. She says real estate taxes are not enough to keep up with the soaring cost of school construction. The bill, though, was not successful in a Republican-led panel after some lawmakers said they didn't want to increase your tax burden. Money News 25 and 55 with Andrew Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. You can forget a lot of what you used to think about kids playing baseball. Youth sports changed. When I was a baseball player uh, in the early days, I looked at myself as a sportsman. That's Baseball Hall of Famer Cal Ripken. You know, nowadays it seems like it's more of a bigger form of entertainment. It's grown. The salaries have grown. The bigger the pro game gets, the more efforts to get youngsters interested in the game are needed. And to that end, youth sports company Ripken Baseball, run by Cal and his retired big league brother Billy, is combining with youth baseball empire Cooperstown All-Star Village. It's a deal backed by two billionaire owners of NBA, NHL, and MLS franchises. Ripken says his top goal is to foster kids' love for baseball. If they have the talent and they move through you know, their development process, and now they have enough love for the game that hasn't been burned out that they can pursue that at the highest level. Biggest key to success? I don't think there's any real shortcuts to it. Um, you got to put your time in. Of course Cal would say that. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. No Wall Street trading until the morning because of the holiday, but Tokyo stocks are lower by about a quarter percent. Australia down nearly one percent. South Korea's cost be down a fraction. Coming up after traffic and weather, some analysis of President Biden's latest overseas trip, a surprise trip to the Ukrainian capital today before flying to Poland tonight. Stay close to WTOP. Money News brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. In a competitive job market, it can be hard to get your foot in the door. That's why Arcfield is opening up its headquarters in Chantilly, Virginia, for a cleared hiring event. If you're a cleared professional, join us on February 23rd from 3 to 6 